Hello, you're welcome to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. I am Martia Umar. Thank you for joining. The presidential election has come and gone. Bola Ahmed Tinubu has been announced the winner of the 2023 presidential election and returned as the president-elect. However, the 2023 election has an unusual characteristics. In recent history, he will be the first president in Nigeria to clinch the ticket, with his total votes statistically amounting to only about a quarter of total valid votes cast. This is to say that the vast majority of the electorate have preferred candidates other than him. So will these candidates support and accept him as their president? And will they be willing to show patriotism and play their role as citizens of Nigeria? My colleague Lilian Ogazi had a conversation with some of these Nigerians who did not vote the president-elect. And this was their response. Because nobody voted for Tinubu. I didn't vote for Tinubu, and I'm not sure uh, the youth voted for him or Nigerians voted for him. Uh, if he's being obedient to his government, well, we'll have no choice but to be obedient. And I hope uh, his government brings a lot of relief to Nigerians about dispensing our civic responsibilities as citizens under his administration, his administration. Well, what choice do we have? If he becomes the president, fine and good. Uh, if we're going to obey his government, then we'll definitely have to uh, dispense our civic responsibilities as citizens of Nigeria. I did not. I don't see any reason why I should vote for a government that does not obey consensus, lawless government. So I did not vote for him. Well, as a law-abiding citizen, I still continue to do what is lawful. But that I'm satisfied as ruling, I'm not. Well, as a citizen, and I'm compared by the law to do certain things, yes, I will do, you know. But if it is for his sake, a law, a government uh, that is that uh, is uh, bedeviled with uh, impunities, that even through the people's mandate, I don't have faith in such a government. I didn't cast my vote for Bola Ametinibo. And yes, I have no other option because his government is a government in waiting. So I have to be obedient to that government. As to whether I would despite my civic responsibilities. The question is, with those civic responsibilities, such as me voting, would it count going forward? If a, uh, if a process such as this electoral process I just finished, that has been adjudged as, you know, one of the worst that have been conducted in recent times, you know, could yield a president like this, that, you know, the whole process is just a sham, more or less. So yeah, I would perform my civic duties only to the extent that it benefits me. I did not vote Bola Metinebu, neither did I vote um, the APC. I voted for the man that would take um, Nigeria to the right place, that would put us right there among the um, top econ- economies of the world. So, no, I did not vote Bola Metinebu, that's to answer your first question. Will I be obedient to his government? Do I have a choice? Or what do you mean by obedience to his government? There's, I don't even know if I'm obedient to this current government or if any Nigerian is obedient to this current government. Do we really have a choice? It's either fall in line or I don't know what you mean by civic responsibilities. I would pay my tax. I would um, uh, do what I can as a citizen of Nigeria under his administration if he does become the president. Nigeria moves on. I would also move on. 
And those were the voices of some Nigerians who said they will have to support the president-elect since they do not have a choice. He's not the choice of the majority. That fact has been established. So will this affect his governance? Will he eventually gain the trust of the people of Nigeria, especially those who didn't vote for him? Mr. John Okoro is a political analyst. He speaks on the development. If eventually or when eventually Tinubu is sworn in on the 29th of May 2023, uh, he's going to find it very, very difficult uh, to really, really, really unite uh, the people together because there's been quite a lot uh, of uh, in my protests from Nigerians across board, you know, that election had issue. And it would, it would have been better uh, if the election was credible, the election was transparent for everyone to see. So I'm looking at uh, serious implications for the incoming Tinubu's government. I, the issue of trust deficit is number one. Uh, he must find a way to bring everyone together because now that he has won, his supporters are happy, uh, his party is happy. And, you know, but, you know, if you look at the tally of the election result, like we said earlier, you see that he actually won uh, with a kind of uh, minority, serious minority uh, in the face of uh, other candidates who contested against him. Why the battles are going on uh, in the courts, uh, we are still going to see a transition going on and that uh, eventually Tinubu uh, will be sworn in, eventually uh, all things being equal. But he will have a, a lot of uh, his job cut out for him seriously. And the issue of legitimacy is also there because people have said that, okay, he's been sworn in legally by Ailey, but when it comes to the people's mandate, the, legitima the legitimacy of, of his presidency, how is he going to do with it? How is he going to deal with it? And I can tell you that the only way he's going to deal with it is to try to find a way, you know, the rhetorics of his uh, spokespeople, I know he's been a little bit fiery, I think they have to tone down. They have to start talking to the people. You know, they have to start talking to the. They have to start finding a way. Yes, we know that the beginning that he actually extended the olive branch to other contenders, which they did not even take as it is. So that's also another indicator that all is not well. So we ha they, they have to start talking to the people uh, with uh, the kind of voice that Nigerians want to hear. It's not this kind of, you know, this kind of, uh, you know tones that are a little bit frightful you know and you know, the more they talk this way you know the more the, the tension heightens you know so uh, i think the first thing you must do is to unite the people and the only way you can do that is to talk to the people and by the time you keep on talking to the people in a positive way i think uh nigerians will listen pending what happens in the court uh, his manifesto, to, you know, the social contract that he has promised that he's, he's going to do for Nigeria. But now nobody's even talking about that. I expect that if he must have the support of Nigerians as he has to start talking to Nigerians now. And that was Mr. John Okoro, a political analyst who said that Ahmed Tinubu, the president-elect, has a lot of work to do to gain the trust of Nigerians. We'll now go on a quick break and when we come back, we'll get to hear from another analyst. Do not go anywhere. Nigeria Daily will return shortly to stay with us. That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. 
In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes. And that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow. Could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust, Abuja, Nigeria. You can listen to this episode all over again or even our other episodes on www.dailytrust.com or on Buzzsprout. You can also listen via Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. Before the break, we heard from some Nigerians on whether they would support the president-elect. And we also heard from Mr. John Okoro, a political analyst who shares his view on how governance of the president-elect could be like since he's not elected by the majority. My colleague Elkiza Ahmed also speaks with another political analyst to hear his view. Take a listen. My name is uh, Professor Kamil Sanfage of the Department of Political Science Bayero University, Kano. As a political analyst, how do you see the governance of the president-elect, Bola Ahmed Tinubu? How is it going to be since the majority of Nigerians did not vote him, even though he became the, the president? You see, one, one of the ironies of democracy is that wherever you have uh, multiple parties, um, the person who emerges, if you take the total of voters, he will not have the majority. Uh, he will lead, but the total of those who vote him, if you compare with the totality of those who registered and the totality of the population, it will be a minority. But uh, in spite of that, the person who becomes a leader uh, becomes a leader for the entire population. For example, now in Nigeria, we have a population of over 200 million mm. and only about 8 million elected the uh, president-elect, mm. which means uh, over 200 million Nigerians have not voted for him. But as far as the law is concerned, everybody in Nigeria is now uh, his citizen. Okay? Mm. So he has the mandate to deliver to all Nigerians, irrespective of their political affiliation, irrespective of their tribe, ethnicity, region, and religion, and whatever. Mm. So he becomes the president of Nigeria. Now, for the president-elect, uh, to be able to make impact, I think what he needs is um, uh, an all-inclusive government that will take uh, various sections and, uh, you know, uh, part, uh, not only not parties, but sections of the country. Because for one, the constitution makes it mandatory that every state has to be, uh, you know, represented in the cabinet which means he must get people from all the 36 states and Abuja. But what he should do is, besides that, uh, he should also make sure that no side is, uh, you know, favored against the, the rest. Thirdly, he should base his government on merit, get people based on merit. So if he's able to do this, I think he will be able to run Nigeria smoothly. Okay, you said um, he should get people to work based on merit, but as 
the president now he has it at the back of his mind and his heart that most people did not vote him and seeing the nigerian politics he can sense or he can see clearly so 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 region did not vote me so so, so region did not vote me do you think those regions or people will be affected um, by his leadership and vice versa do you think the people will give him his due respect as the president of nigeria no i think doing that will be politically costly for him and it will be unconstitutional like i said whether a, a state or any section vote for him or against him the constitution makes it uh, mandatory that he must have at least a representation in the cabinet that is one thing he must do uh, the second thing is that when he comes to delivering uh, the dividends of democracy uh, he should take the whole country as his constituents whether they vote for him or they don't vote for him if they deserve what they need he should address uh, uh, that uh, area he's not a president of a section he's now a president elect for the entire nigeria so he's not going to be a president for only those who vote for him or for the state where he wins but he's a state uh, the president of nigeria whether they vote against him or they vote for him once he is sworn in as a president, he has to be fair to all. And that was Professor Kamilo Fage saying that Tinobu would not be a president of the minority who voted for him, as he is expected to be president for all. God bless Nigeria. With that, I'd like to say that we have come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. The conversation has ended, but the conversation will continue on our social media platforms. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Daily underscore Trust. And on Facebook, you can find us at Daily Trust. Better still, call us or message us on 91 33390. Don't forget you can contact us on our social media handles and also the number 091-389-33390 for advert placement because Nigeria Daily is open to sponsorship and advert placement. So I'd like to say thank you to all of the people who contributed to this episode of Nigeria Daily. Your contribution is never taken for granted. You can also download this episode on dailytrust.com or on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen to us via Nas FM 89.9 Yola, Nas FM 105.5 in Mobi, Unity FM 93.3 Jazz, Sawaba Radio 104.9 Hadija and Badeki Radio 90.1 in Mina, Niger State. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Martia Umar. Do enjoy the rest of your day. Mm-hmm.